Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science and spirituality are both telling us that we are all connected, that we are all one. What you do to another person, you are literally doing to another aspect of yourself. And when the world awakens to the truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's topic is diving deep into oneness with David Dove Fishman. David has been a leading teacher of A Course in Miracles for over 30 years. And he is the author of The Open Mind, Loving Yourself, and Into Oneness. I had the honor of meeting David on Facebook. And he is now, uh, he and I are now co-hosting a new show titled uh, The Truth of Oneness Within that airs on mon- live on Mondays on Awakening Together Radio. Welcome so much to Awake to Oneness Radio, David. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Caroline, and a really wonderful uh, meeting you, as as you said, on, on Facebook, and then from, from that wonderful meeting, we've, we've already uh, created so much together in the area of oneness with our new show, and thank you so much for inviting me. It's an honor and a privilege to be here with you here on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. Well, thank, thank you so much for being with us on Awake to Oneness Radio. <laughs> it's okay, which is hosted by Blog Talk Radio. Oh, but, okay. Um, awake to, awake yeah. to oneness. Okay. <laughs> awake to oneness. Yes. Um, David, you, I like you said. I just recently met you, but we have had many conversations, and I know you very well. You're you're a brother from another mother. Um, but but our listeners may not be as familiar with you as I am. So can you please share with our listeners your story, your journey, your spiritual path, and how you got to where you are today? All right. Thank you so much for that invitation to share. Um, I think just like a lot of us, when we started out in life, uh, I was brought up uh, pretty much uh, as uh, as an Orthodox, religious, uh, Jewish young man, and uh, I really took to reading the Old Testament Bible and, and, and kind of really keeping all the, the laws of, of the religion. Uh, somewhere in my late teens, around 16, 17, uh, it came to me that if God is God, God of all the people, 
uh, how is it possible that there's only like one religion? And you might say I went from from being uh, a religious person to an agnostic, where basically an agnostic is somebody who says, yeah, well, okay, but, you know, like, so what? Uh, I guess I was going to go out into the world and find out the so what. Uh, it was about, when at the time I was about 32 years old, which... Uh, I had uh, I had done all the things in the world that that would look like being a success. I, I was making a lot of money on Wall Street. I was doing all the things that 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 a lot. Of, I was married, children had had all that, and uh, then I went through uh, losing it all, literally losing uh, the 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 material goods, losing even my family. And I was really at a place where I was what some people call crash and burn. And uh, when you crash and burn, there's really nowhere to go. You either uh, wind up someplace where you are, you're in the obituaries or you resurrect. And for me, it, it, it came in May of 72 as a spiritual awakening that everything that I used to believe to be true uh, somehow wasn't really there for me. Uh, I was left with three words after a night of orgasmic crying, uh, which was a letting go of the old, the removal of the poisons and toxins from my mind. And those three words was love the truth, love the truth. And you might say that my life since then has pretty much been about, uh, uh, you know, letting go of the old and, uh, uh, being here now in 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 the truth, the truth as as you know is this eternal now that we all live in, where all are included, all are included equally. I, for me, equally means that uh, even when I was a teenager, I realized, well, how is God the the God of all the people? If if some people are better than others, others some are more equal and some are less equal because maybe they don't have the same religion, the same this, the same that. So you might say that even though uh, I found the Course in Miracles, actually I should start with, I did S in 1975 with Werner Erhard, which probably I could not have done the Course in, when I found it in 77 without it. Uh, but it really uh, got to realize that the voice that speaks to me, which is my ego voice, is really not my friend at all. It's not even who I am. And uh, you begin to train your mind to see things differently. But even after some 35-plus years of, of, of being in the Course and teaching the Course, I realized uh, probably pretty much like uh, 10 to 15 years ago that, that what people really need is to recognize their equality, their their sameness. Because as long as you think that others have something that you don't have, like there are teachers who know something that you don't know, and you're going to learn it from them, you're still basically in the same place of differences, of, of inequality. So what I teach most these days is that we are all created equal, that we are not you know, a religion or a country or nationality, a color or this or that, but we are of one mind, and, and, and that's the name of my foundation, One Mind Foundation, which you can find at onemindfoundation.org uh, mm-hmm. is the point. And, and that's to empower people to begin to recognize that they are the equal 
a holy child of God, just like all are. There's none better or worse. So true, so true. Um, like you said, that's the core message that mm-hmm. I, I, I'm trying to share with the world through Awake to Oneness Radio is that we are all one. We're all connected. We're all one. So it, it's so true. It's um, the the unique thing about the oneness, because people have asked me when I started this radio show about a year ago, people would ask me, is this a, is oneness a new religion or something? I'm like, no, 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 no. It, it, it's not uh, about religion. It's not about race. It's not about nationality or, or culture. It's none of that. It's saying that no matter who you are, we are connected. You and I are, first of all, we're all connected to God. And we can never be separated from God. So that is one of the things with that never resonated with me. Even as a small child, um, I went to Catholic school. My parents were not. We were, I wasn't raised Catholic, but because my parents wanted uh, me to get a better education, they sent me to Catholic school. Um, and so the whole time, as young as four and five years old, what the priests were teaching and the nuns were teaching – did not resonate with me, and um, but as, as this was in the 60s where a little kid, you know, my, my father would say, a child is to be seen and not heard. So even if you disagreed at four or five years old with what adults were telling you, you, are, you couldn't say anything, not in, in those days, um, and, and be able to sit down afterwards. <laughs> so, um, but, um, so it never, the, the, the doctrine, uh, the Christian doctrine never resonated with me as true. So as I grew up, I started, like you, feeling like I needed to find the truth. And um, even before, in meditation, I think this was in, I'm trying to think of the year. I'm usually good with years, but I think it was 2002, around there. um, I was meditating, and what came out of my meditation was all roads lead to God. So even Right. So even though we say we are all one, we all are on different paths. Mm-hmm. To that oneness, but it all leads to oneness. Whatever whatever path resonates with you, then mm-hmm. that's your path, and it exactly. doesn't have to look. It doesn't have to look like my path. It doesn't have to look like your path. But that's your path too, and it all leads to oneness. So that that's I right. came to me. Yep, that was before I actually awoken to the truth of oneness, because I didn't wait to the truth of oneness to 2007, but in meditation, and I wrote it down. As soon as I stopped meditating, I wrote that down. All paths lead to God. So, you know, it's so, for me, it's so true and it's so simple. I like to, like I said, with this show, I like to try to keep it simple. You know, if we are we're all one. You know, so what you what you do to another person, you're literally doing to another aspect of yourself. Mm-hmm. So please share share more of your your teaching over the last thirty years, and well, also, um, yes, go ahead. Something that you just said, I think, is is really very very important. Yes, uh, whatever path you're on. It doesn't really matter what path. You could be a Buddhist. You can be a Sufi. Uh, maybe you have no religion at all. That's really okay. None of that really matters as 
A Course in Miracles says in the teacher's manual on the very first page, uh, Who Are God's Teachers? It says it says there is a different curriculum for every teacher of God. So so we all have different different paths. Now, why mm-hmm. that is so important and so and so vital and uh, to to recognize and to understand is somebody else can be telling you what their path is, and that's all a concept. That's that's as a conceptual thing. Well, you know, he does this, he does that. I say this, I quote this, I quote that. But those are concepts, and and concepts are are not the experience that that is required to remember that you are the equal child of God now and always have been. That's an experience that you must have. You don't find experience in concepts. In fact, mm-hmm. at the end of the Course of Miracles in Chapter 31, which is the last chapter, it says mm-hmm. salvation salvation can be said to be an escape. From all concepts, from all concepts, including somebody else, you know, somebody could be, be meaning so well and telling you exactly what to do. That's that was that was their path. It's not your path. Each exactly. one must travel their path. The one that was given to them, you might say, the script was already written for you. You already mm-hmm. accepted this particular script. This, these are the lessons that you came here to learn. They are your lessons. They're not my lessons, and my lessons are not your lessons. So, so whatever path you're on, stay the course. Stay the course. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I'll, I'll turn this very, mic back over to you. Okay. Very true. Very true. Um, so, you're so true what you said, and and that I guess uh, you know um, a lot of the the dogma in religions like to say, you know, you have to do something a certain way when that's not the case, when it's your own path. And for me, how I know I'm on the right path is how I, I feel. It's our guidance, our feelings are our guidance system. Um, when you're really feeling depressed and miserable and even suicidal, that's your your soul saying, okay, you're not on the path. You You've strayed from the path that... Um, will lead you to truth, and when you when you stray from the path, you feel it emo- in your emotions. And when you're joyous and and um, creative and just singing and dancing and enjoying every moment of life, that's when you are on the path. And so only only your guidance system internally can tell you can lead you on your path, which is your individual path, and your guidance system and how you're feeling will let you know that you're on the path. And it and all paths, they're all different, but they all will lead you to that truth. And that truth comes from within. Um, that's why I always say with this show, I, I say I inspire because I was inspired um, to awaken. It was something internal, though, that awoken inside of me, but it was um, something external inspired me. So all I can do with others is inspire that awakening because it's, it's already, they're already divine. They already have it within them. So they want, like you said, it's, just, and it, it's an experience. They have to experience that truth within themselves because it's, it's not like saying, okay, so-and-so said this, so I'm going to do this. But I didn't experience that. You, you're, you're absolutely right. It's it's a total experience. 
um, that right. you feel from within. Right. Yes. We should also recognize that the ego thought system, which is the conceptual mind of of of, of what, what we think we are, we you know we, we like to do things in concepts. Is is, is is loves to be a copycat and copy other people, and it's like you know looking on somebody else's answer sheet and thinking that those answers are your answers. No, those answers are not your answers. Each one of us is asked to step back and allow the the spiritual guidance that is given to them by their heavenly Father to be given to them, to allow that to come to them and through them. The one thing we all uh, need to do in common is to share that guidance with with, with our brothers and sisters because it's given to us to share it. What, what love is is really sharing the joy that's coming through us. I, I you know just be just prior to the uh, to the show starting, I did ask for guidance from from uh, from from uh, uh, Holy Spirit from from uh, Divine Providence, uh, and uh, you mentioned. I have two books. One's called Into Oneness, Thoughts and Prayers on the Way, and the other's called The Open Mind, Loving Yourself. And since our show is Awakened to Oneness, I, I chose uh, Into Oneness, Thoughts and Prayers on the Way, although the content of both books is pretty much the same. It's the, it's the cover and the title, which, which, is, which, is, which is different. So I asked for that guidance, and it opened up in Into Oneness, uh, I asked for guidance, and I, I had my eyes closed, and then and then and then I opened the book uh, with certainty, knowing the guidance was going to be given to me, and it opened up to page 176 and 177, and I, I noticed it, it went on to 178 and 179. Now these aren't full pages of type, but if it's okay with you, I'd like to just read from sure, from, uh, from the book because. It, found, I, I, it came to me that this was the perfect guidance for the show that, that, that we're doing together here. It says, you know, in the A Course of Miracles, there are 365 lessons, one for every day of the year. Now, I have said after many, many years of doing the course, you know, if you get any one lesson wholly and totally, uh, that's really the whole course. Now, the author of the course says pretty much the same thing. And this is what I say on page 176. It says, I call lessons number one and number 365 the alpha and the omega. Since lesson one says it is all meaningless, which is nothing I see here means anything, and lesson 365 says call on our comforter and says, please, comforter, please, Holy Spirit, lead the way, for I would follow you. Now, certainly... For I do not know what any of this meaningless stuff is for. And that's true. We don't know what anything in this world is for. We only think we do because we've given it meanings. We, we make concepts out of things. So it goes on to say, so please give me the words, the thoughts, and the peace that I would have. Give me the words, the thoughts, and peace that I would have. That's Lesson 365. Holy Spirit, I put you in charge at my request, knowing that the words and the thoughts and the peace that I ask for is given to me. And it says, I usually always do this lesson whenever I know I'm entering into the unknown. And in this world, it is all unknown. Now, way back when I first started, I used to do Lesson 365. Like if I had you know, something legal or I had to do something that was very important, a business negotiation, I would do this lesson when I was in the shower and said, oh, you know, uh, Holy Spirit, I put you in charge. And I, I, I always kind of kept it for those very special times. 
But I can tell you, you should do it every single morning when you get up, because because every because every day is a new day, and 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 every day is unknown to you. But if you if you ask for guidance, if you ask for spirit to 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 inspire you exactly as you say, to be to to walk in front of you, to 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 remove the, all all the obstacles, and that will happen if you literally ask spirit to guide you. Because you're not depending on your own ego anymore. You're not alone, and that is the truth in oneness. Of course, we're not alone. So I just want to continue on page 177, which is the continuation. One of the best ideas I can share with you in doing the lessons, is which I found was wonderful, was while moving through the day and something would come up and I could see my ego coming on strong and upset was in the air, and I started to react to whatever it was out there, I would say, let me do my lesson instead. Now, I'll tell you why, why that's important. Because when you do it, of course, in miracles, it says, well, do your lesson five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening and five minutes at supper time, bedtime. And if you do it that way, you're doing it by the clock. And I found out you don't do it by the clock at all. You do it when, when an upset in this world comes. You're, up, you're upset because you've seen something that's not there. You, you, you have misperceived something. So instead of going along with the upset and getting upset and angry and blaming and, and, and feeling that somebody did something to you, instead of all that, it says, let me do my lesson instead. And it goes on and says on page 177, maybe, you, I don't know if you, if you have my book and you're following. Yes, it says, I, I do. Okay, mm-hmm. and it says, I tell you that this is the best medicine for handling anything that comes up in this world bar none, for immediately what we are doing, instead of reacting with our reactive ego mind to whatever seems seems to be disturbing our peace or have us identify with our misidentity, I'm going to turn to page 178, and it's only a few words, as you can see on every page. Mm-hmm. 178 says, what we are doing and saying is no, with a capital no. It's almost like saying no to the ego, David Fishman. As soon as we get into, as soon as we get into doing the lesson, as we have for that day, there is immediate benefit. As soon as we get into the lesson, there is immediate benefit because as you go within, which is what you say, the truth of oneness within to that peaceful place. But that's mm-hmm. where all lessons take you. They they take you out of the world's turmoil and changes into that oneness within. And it says, and right. if you're doing your lesson correctly, everything around you will begin to look differently. And whatever appears yeah. to be there as an attack somehow is seen differently. And I tell you, it's a wonderful feeling. It's a wonderful exactly. feeling. Yes, and I'm going to just continue to 179. Yes, mm-hmm. until ACIM, A Course in Miracles, all that we are given to look at or work with is the concept that this world, which is based on specialness and separation, the Course gives us another world to look at, which is based on its oneness, our connectedness, and perfection. So that's what we can finally see. And I, I thank right. you for giving me this opportunity to share that guidance that came to me just before we came on the show. Mm-hmm. Very true. That's true. Spirit is guiding us all the time. I know mm-hmm. in the Course it uses the terminology Holy Spirit. I personally use the terminology my higher self. And the reason I, I it just, it, it means the same thing. 
um, I say my higher self kind of to remind me that my higher self, number one, is a larger part of me, and it's never separate from me, and it's always guiding me. And like you said, like if something occurs in in my reality that is ups- uh, can be upsetting, I am truly at the point where I let nothing upset me anymore. <laughs> I just I step back. I take I, what I do for me is I like to do deep breathing exercises. Even regardless, I mean I can't do it if I'm driving. I have to pull over or something. But if something is happening where the old me would react to right away, I stop. I do the opposite. I don't react at all, and I start deep breathe. I I breathe because my breathing is inviting spirit in to let me see this situation. Let me change the uh, perspective on this situation. And like you said, every um, every everything that you perceive as an attack is really just something going on within you. So something I need to see what's going on within me that's causing this on in the outer world because I know the outer world is an illusion. Science has been telling us that for a very long time. The, I'll never forget in it was seventh grade science class when we were studying molecules and atoms, my teacher saying nothing is truly solid. And this is it this is this not this is not even quantum physics. This is regular seventh grade science teaches that there is nothing truly solid. And that that stuck with me because I'm like, what is he talking about? This chair is solid. This desk is solid. It's not. So science has proven that this world is not even real. It's not. It's an illusion of our own creation. And all we have to do to to see something different is to change our focus. And um, so I I am, you know, with every moment I try to stay in that truth. I try to keep the truth of re- quote unquote reality at the forefront of my mind like okay this is all a re- uh, uh, all an illusion of my own creation so let me now look at it differently but if and and not feel like I'm being attacked and not feel like I have to defend myself because there's no attack or defense it's all within me so very, very true. Yes, and I do have your book right here. And I, as soon as you, you um, mentioned the page, I turned right to it. Very good. Thank you so much for sending me that. David, did I lose you? David, she's waiting. Okay. David, are you still there? Yes. Yes, okay. I'm here. I'm here. I, I yeah. was away for just a second. Okay. That's I okay. I was thanking you for the book. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. So, I, I was, um, I, as you were sharing, I was looking for something in the Course of Miracles that 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 uh, that, that you inspired me to look up. Uh, mm-hmm. I was listening to Wayne Dyer the other day. He, he did a one of his last workshops. It was a thing called Divine Love, and yes. he happened to mention a line which comes from the Course. And it says, pain is the ransom that you have gladly paid not to be free. Now, that's, a, that's an amazing line. You know, pain is a ransom that we paid not to be free. Then you might say, well, that doesn't really make sense. Why would anybody do that? Well, uh, in truth, 
when you were talking about, you know, that that there were these bodies and and science now shows that 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 the body is 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 really, you know, it, it, the form that we have taken on mm-hmm. is really not real. That that it, 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 it's filled with 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 total connected space. That space and 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 our oneness is, is really all there really is. It, it, the body seems to be there, and we seem to identify or misidentify with our bodies, and and, that, and 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 that's something I just read that you either take on your true identity, which is spirit, which is the same as our heavenly Father, which is spirit, or you misidentify and you identify with this body. One of the most famous lessons in the course simply says, "I am not a body; I am free. I am." Free. Free, I am still as God created me. That's one of the most often, I think it's quoted 23, 24 times in The Course of Miracles. Uh, so it's, it's the most, uh, 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 it, it, it's, it's, the, it's the most used lesson of all the 365 lessons. I am not a body, I am free. Now here it well, says, that's, this, that's, I, I just wanted, this, is what, this is what Wayne went, went this is what Wayne Dyer said in his in one of his last workshops. He says, "Pain is the ransom that you have gladly paid not to be free." And it comes from lesson 190, paragraph 8, where he says, "Pain is the thought of evil taking form and working havoc in your holy mind." See, we are of one mind. We are of one mm-hmm. mind. Uh and pain is the thought of of chaos or right. evil or disorder or or uh uh conflict taking form and working havoc in our holy mind and then it tells you exactly why we why why we've done this to ourselves remember the secret of salvation is I'm doing this to myself no one did this to us and and here you get the entire thing in this one paragraph paragraph number 8 of lesson 190 by the way lesson 190 just to tell you the title of this lesson, is I choose the joy of God instead of pain. I choose mm-hmm. the joy of God instead of pain. I choose the joy instead of the pain. And this is what it says. In pain is God denied the son he loves. In pain does fear appear to triumph over love, and time replace eternity and heaven. And the world becomes a cruel and bitter place where sorrow rules and little joys give way before the onslaught of the savage pain that waits to end all joy and misery. So we have done this to ourselves. We would rather deny our father the joy of the son that he created, and we chose sickness. And you might say, well, what, what do you mean by choosing sickness? We're not really talking about sickness of the body. We're talking about sickness of the mind, where the mind yes. identifies with something that it is not. And that's simply... That's called self-denial. That's that's you know that basically the last unanswered question in the course is: Am I willing to see what I denied? Because it's the truth. So when you say you love the truth, what you're saying is: I want to remember the truth of what I am. I want to remember the truth as God created me, not as what I made of myself. So I think that that that's very helpful for your listeners to recognize mm-hmm. and to understand that we have done this to ourselves. That's the secret. If you think that, that, that God did this to you or something like that, 
Now, you'll be here for a very long time trying to figure things out. Now, the easiest way to to to, to see uh, how you can heal yourself, and, and each one is responsible for healing themselves, is to take responsibility to recognize that you are cause and not effect. Effect means you'll always be a victim. You'll always be at the effect of the world. But no, I am cause. I made up this world so that I can believe that I am this little, small, tiny thing. God doesn't create little, small, tiny things. He creates the holy, whole, complete Son of God who is just as himself eternal spirit. So I just exactly. want to leave you with that. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. No, every, everything you said is so true. Um, but, uh, it says um, in the Bible that we were made in the image of God, meaning image and likeness, not not body-wise, but um, we are all sons and daughters of God. And God is creator, and we are made in that creator in, image. So um, I say to people all the time, um, we, you, you cannot be a victim and a creator at the same time, you're either a, a victim of your life, and some people believe that they are. And if that's where they're at, that's where they're at. But I, I know that I am a creator. I am, I've, been, I've been made in the image of my father, who is a creator. So I am a creator. I'm creating my life experience. So I know that everything that happens in my life, I own it. I, I blame no yes. one. I owning don't blame it, owning God. it and being responsible is, is the most important way to heal. You cannot heal at all unless mm-hmm. you see that you are cause. Because yes. what, we're, what we're really afraid of is our own mind. As long as I'm at the effect of being afraid of my own mind, I cannot know how powerful I truly am. So exactly. if I just if I just hang out in a little small fraction of my mind, I I, I once had this uh, this. Uh, I, I guess uh, I had it during a near-death experience that I had back in 1980, and I had mm-hmm. this. Um, it was shown to me, uh, you know, um, here in here in uh, Greenwich Village in New York, they have these chess tables, which are these like stucco tables, and they have a lot of chess masters there playing chess. And I used to play chess there when I was going to NYU, and I was never a chess master, but. But uh, but but that was that was in my mind when I had this experience, and I saw that this whole chessboard that that that, that we played this game at, you know, this game mm-hmm. of chess, which is you know me versus somebody else, or the belief in competition, the belief in uh, in in being better than or being less than or whatever. That those are games that we play here in this world of of concept, because concepts mm-hmm. require differences in order in order to give meaning to the concepts that some things are better you know my cuz my preference is i like like chocolate over vanilla so i choose this so so of course like the game of chess gives us countless variations on how to play a game but mm-hmm. in this in in this moment of enlightenment that i had this whole chessboard which is a which is a whole a whole chess board with all the chess pieces on it was just one little small tiny corner of a much larger chessboard that went beyond this world. So, so the games that we're playing, which which is in the little small corner of this chessboard, <laughs> was really nothing compared to the power of creation in which we are all co-creators in the mind yes. of the one mind of God. Now, yes. 
when we when we when we uh, are content to to live in competition, uh, feeling uh, less than or greater than, less blessed, more blessed. What we're doing is 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 we're is we're allowing ourselves to feel, as you say, a victim. And one of the lines in the course says, he says, "Can't you see? Can't you see?" He says that all of your misery. He's talking about one hundred percent, not ninety nine percent. One hundred percent of your misery comes from your strange belief that mm-hmm. you are powerless. Powerless is another word for being a victim or helpless. Because he's laughing when he says that. I mean, you might say, you know, what what do you mean he's laughing? Because he knows the exact opposite is true, that we are powerful beyond measure, that we made this world up as a denial of the truth, which is why the last unanswered question, which is part of the same paragraph that I'm, uh, I'm talking about, the last unanswered question literally says, am I willing to see what I denied because it is the truth. So we we must be willing to renounce or deny the denial in order to return to our true being. Our, our being exactly. has been denied. We have denied ourselves. Exactly. Yes. And and for me, we, you were you had mentioned the word pain. For me, the definition of pain is believing that we are separate from God. Um, and yes, when we very ha- good. When Thank we you be- so much yes. for that. Thank when you we believe that. in separation from God, that is the the cause of our pain and our suffering. We believe that, right. which is not true. Like God knows, and 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 deep inside of our core, we know. Uh, we don't remember. We have chosen to forget. Um, to play this game, we chose to forget that we are one with God and can never be separated. But when you and then once you awaken to the truth that you are one with God, you can never be separated, and you are powerful. That that alleviates all of your pain and suffering in that minute, in the m- moment you awaken to that no. truth. Excellent. Thank you so much, Caroline, for that. Because because as the course says, you know. Uh, lesson 79 and lesson 80 says. Lesson 79 says, "Let me recognize what 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 the problem is, so it can be solved." Mm-hmm. And then lesson 80 says, "Let me recognize that my problems are solved." The only problem is the belief, the belief that we are separate and apart from God. And mm-hmm. and in truth, in truth, we are we are one with God. So there is no problem. As one of the exactly. great teachers of, of of a course of miracles said, uh, it says uh, the ego, which is the conceptual mind, is nothing more mm-hmm. than a maladjusted uh, solution to a non-existent problem. A maladjusted mm-hmm. solution to a non-existent problem. There is no problem. Problem. And, right. and and it was shown to me in another place just recently. Uh, I was listening to um, to. Uh, was it Greg Braden? I think it was Greg Braden who who does oh, combine yeah. uh, Greg combines science and, and spiritual work. Yes. He said, yes. you know, uh, you know, in, in the Lord's Prayer today, we use uh, the following: is we say, uh, our, "Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be His name." <laughs> All right. Now uh, it says that's in the English translation, but in the original mm-hmm. Aramaic, which Jesus spoke. It doesn't okay. sound like our Father who art in heaven. It's 
Our Father who is everywhere. Our ah, Father who is everywhere. Everywhere. So okay. when you have teachers like Joe Goldsmith who says right. uh, omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent. Right. I mean, those are the only words you can ever use. It's it's everywhere. It's omniscient, yes. all-knowing, yes. omnipresent, everywhere. Yeah. And uh, and uh, omnipotent, all powerful. We we are created omniscient, omnipresent, which is which is in our oneness. As you, as you said, yes. you start with the truth of oneness within, and then you extend it, and you and you share it with all, seeing all included equally in that circle of peace, in that circle of oneness. Very true. Very true. Very true. Because we are created in our Father's image, and so everything, all attributes that we can say about God, we can say about ourselves. So, yes, because we oh, yes. are. Exactly, yes. exactly. As, we are uh, it, it says in the course, nowhere does it say where the Father ends and the Son begins. begins. Uh, the, the, exactly. the, there are no borders, there are no boundaries, there's no nothing. It's, 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 it's the oneness. Yes. So, and when and uh, earlier you had mentioned about the, um, I when people ask the question, "Who are you?" and it was interesting because I noticed on Facebook the other day, um, on on the homepage, on my homepage, on Facebook, it, it says intro. This is something I think it added new that you can write yourself. It says, "Who are you?" That was the question that Facebook was asking me to write an intro and it's saying, "Who are you?" It's like, okay. And I wrote this, and I'm, I'm looking at my Facebook page. I just wrote this two days ago. I am a divine being of light and love and an inseparable part of God. You are the same as me. We are all one. So that is my, my answer to Facebook's question, who am I? Because a lot of times when people say, if someone asks, who are you? People will say, oh, I'm a lawyer, I'm a doctor, I'm a dentist. I'm, they'll they'll no. give a profession. They identify right. with <clears throat> the work they do, but yes. that's not answering the question of who well, they are. Yeah. The work that we do is really our disguise. You know, In other words, you know, we all come in different disguises, you might say. We have different masks. You know, mm-hmm. I remember uh, uh, one of the best answers I ever heard to uh, – uh, you know the name. You know the game of hide and seek is played by the children in every country of the world. So somehow the idea of hiding and and trying to find me uh, is in our is in our subconscious or in our un, unconscious mind because it's played by children in every country of the world. So how is that possible unless somehow we have brought it with us? Mm-hmm. So uh, there, there was there was a, a very good friend Michael Wyman who used to run a thing called the Power of Acknowledgement. Uh, it was it was a workshop done over a weekend, and he would start out by telling the story about the game of hide and seek. And he says, you know, all of us are hiding out somewhere. And he would go around the room and he'd say, well, can you tell me where you hide out? And I'll, I'll never forget the very first woman who raised her hand and said, I'll tell you where I hide out. She says, I hide out by saying that I'm a, a housewife from Long Island, New York. <laughs> mm-hmm. So 
people hide out, well, yeah, I'm a mother, you know, I'm 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 somebody's uncle, I'm somebody's father, I'm I'm a, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm a dentist, you know, exactly. But that's where we hide out. No, no, those are just labels that we put right. on. Those are just meanings. Well, 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 I'm a little bit more important than you because I'm the Indian chief and you're just a plain <laughs> Indian, you know. So, right. Uh, so, yes. so those are concepts. Those are concepts. That's not who you, you. You're not a concept. God doesn't create concepts. He doesn't create symbols. Those are symbols. You know. Uh, right. uh, you know. I, I represent the the medical profession. I'm a symbol for for medicine. Well, actually, we're, we're, we're all the same. We we're all healers who need to heal our mind. And, and, right. and healing our mind is something that each of us is responsible for. No one can do it for you, as it says in the Course of Miracles, Jesus being the author of the Course, says, please don't ask me to do this for you. He says, even if I wanted to, I could not do this for you because I would be interfering with the most fundamental law of the universe, which is cause and effect. He said, what good would it do you if I did something for you and you didn't experience that you were caused in your own healing? Mm-hmm. Very true. And that's, again, a free will. Um, yes, no one can take away our free will, which that is, in turn, our free will. We, we chose. We, we are creating this reality. No one else. Is, is creating our experience in this reality. We are creating it. And if someone else would do something to heal us with, with, without us doing it, it's taking away our free will to do. We chose to have this experience for a higher purpose. So everything that we go through in this life, we set up all every single challenge we go through, we set up before birth. And we chose to come into this existence to have this experience. So if someone heals us, they're taking away our experience. And, and the only way we can grow uh, spiritually from this experience is to have it and, and to grow from it and to learn from it. So it's, it's so true. And another thing you touched upon is uh, I, I seem to see that people, when they do awaken and truly awaken, um, to oneness, the first thing they want to do is share it with others. You know, share this experience. But you can't. You can share by by sharing your experience. That's how you can share. But another person can be inspired to have their own experience of awakening. But once once you awaken, you want you want to nudge and inspire everyone you come in contact with to awaken because you know once they do awaken it's going to alleviate all of their pain and suffering and it's going to add to the collective because we are one mind we are we are creating um this world as a collective so the more people that awaken to the truth the the quicker and sooner we will see peace on earth. I know a lot of people are thinking, oh, geez, yeah, that's not going to happen. That is going to happen. And it's going to happen much sooner than most people think. And I, I believe. Uh, well, but, yeah. you know, I was listening to you and it brought up a, a, a whole thing that, that basically uh, I'd like to just share because it, it, it reminds me of a couple pointers that might be helpful to, to, uh, to people. Uh, 
and 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 and, the, and these pointers are, are just ways to recognize that where our mind spends all of its time. You know, mm-hmm. lesson number seven says, "I see only the past." It's lesson number seven. So, so he's mm-hmm. telling you that when he says, "I see only the past." He says the mind is preoccupied with 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 all the the meanings and the concepts that you've learned from the past, and as long as you live in the past, you're living in time, and and time and space are 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 basically an illusion that the mind works in. You might say, you know, I, I know that you interviewed Larry Dossie, Dr. Larry yes. L- Larry Dossie, and he wrote a book on time, space, and medicine, and he did say. And the the first thing you want to do is 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 not to wear a watch because if you if you if you if you if you run your life based on a watch, uh, uh, you, you are locking your mind into time, and time is an illusion. Now that in the Course in Miracles it says time is the vast illusion. So so one of the ways to heal your mind is to bring it back into the present. Eckhart Tolle, very famous for his his book. Be here uh, for the power, the power of now. Of Excuse now. me. Right, the power of yeah. now. Uh, one of my Ram, favorite books. Right, and, and Ram Dass, one, one of my uh, the original book I I uh, I, I found after my spiritual rebirth when when the three words were given to me, which is to love the truth, was Ram Dass's book Be Here Now. So it's our mm-hmm. willingness to let go of the past and to be here now that brings us into this peaceful place because as long as you're into past future fantasies uh you, you, you will be in a conflicted mind that that is always comparing where you used to be with where you are now with where you want to be and and and, and there's no peace in that it's always like living your life maybe for a future time when I'm going to finally have learned all these things, and then I'm going to finally be better. Well, there's no equality in, in, in thinking that you have to learn something because there's nothing in this world that you need to learn. You already have everything. So so, so, so one of the uh, ideas is there's no one out there for you to really teach. The one thing you are doing, though, when you, when you, when you feel inspired to share something, as you said, is is that whatever you're sharing, you're strengthening in yourself. And I know that you, for instance, Caroline, who have this program for, for, for some time, you know, every time you are sharing yourself, you get off and you have this feeling of gratitude, of this good feeling within. And as you said, when you feel peaceful, when, you, when you've completed sharing whatever it is that's going on with you, you feel complete, you feel whole because because you've shared it. If you withheld it, I was speaking to someone today who said, "Well, you know, you know, sometimes I I, I feel shy, and, and I, I feel that you know that I need somebody to to help me to express these ideas." Well, that only comes from self doubt, from 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 not knowing who I am. When you know who you want are, yeah. you are sharing all of yourself. The first yeah. three lessons and the only three lessons of the Holy Spirit, I always like to say, the Holy Spirit doesn't have 365 lessons like in A Course of Miracles. In Chapter 6, Section 5 of the Course, it says the Holy Spirit only has three lessons. And the very first one is to mm-hmm. have give all to all. But who are you yeah. giving it to? We are one. So as you give, you are strengthening it in yourself. That is, as you, as you and I have been speaking about, that's the golden uh, that's the golden rule, and it's mm-hmm. the golden thread that is woven throughout all the world's religions. That what you give to another is what you are going to give to yourself. 
and, and, and that, by the way, is less than 344 in the courts. What I give to another, I give to myself. So giving and receiving are the same. So when you're sharing, you want to share the beauty. You want to share the spirit. You want to share the light. And and the yeah. and the easiest way to do that is there's a, there's a there's a sentence in, in the Course of Miracles that's been so important to me. He's re, he repeats it three times. He says, "Do you want to be right, or do you want to be happy, or or do you want to be yeah. happy? Choose one, for you can't have both." And the mm-hmm. ego always says, "Well, why can't I have both? I've been both right and happy." No, 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 no. That's a, that's mm-hmm. a momentary thrill. No. Yes. Choose one is God's will for me is perfect happiness that's lesson 101 and my will and god's will is the same will so my will for me is perfect happiness but if i want to be right about my past and my future and and the things of this world well you can't be both right and happy if you if you if if you are invested in the outcome of this world you can't be happy there's nothing here that, that 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 is that is eternal everything here is temporary. So if you invest in the temporary, basically that is a mind that that is not healed. When you invest in the eternal, and the only time that's eternal is right now. The eternal now is always present. There's a line in the Course that says, an ancient hatred, the, oh, I'm sorry, it says, the holiest spot on earth is where an ancient hatred is replaced by a present love. The holiest spot on earth. And the holy spot on earth is not like over in in, in, in the holy land in, in Jerusalem or something like that. The holiest spot on earth is in my mind, is in our mind. Yeah. It's where the ancient hatred of, of my past is replaced by a present love. Love. So I'll turn the mic yes. back over to you. Go ahead. Yes. No, that is that your everything you said is so true. Um I call it uh I have a name for it. I have to be right itis. You know, there's uh-huh. people that there are people that suffer with I have to be right itis, you know. And you say, is it, it what what's more important, being right or healing that relationship, you know? That's um right. you know, really, uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I have to be right itis. <laughs> it's a it's yeah. a disease that is going well, on. Yeah. It's also it's also the same as I know it all. The ego yes. is really uh, I know it all ego, all yeah. itis. <laughs> Yeah, yes. the ego is just another uh, I, another word for I know it all. The ego knows everything about everything. But mm-hmm. the way to heal is say, I do not know what anything is for. There's a line of course that says, ask of all things of this world, what is it for? Because you do not know. Because we're really right. strangers here. We're, this exactly. is not our home. This is not, yeah. our, this is not our eternal home. We're strangers. Right. So ask. You know, it, it's like... It's, it's like when you when you when you ask your your uh, your uh, your uh, GPS device like like where right. am I? You're asking yes. spirit. You're saying spirit. You know you know where am I? You know cause I don't know where I. There's a line. The course right at the end of the course it says it says there's nothing that this world is more afraid to hear than this. I do not mm-hmm. know who I am, what I am, where I am. Yet in these words is salvation born. And what I am, what I am, will tell me of itself. So the I amness, as you as you mm-hmm. like to speak about, the I amness, which is spirit, my highest right. self, my highest self, which which you, which you love to speak about, my highest self will tell me who I am and what I am. But 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 of myself, I cannot know this because 
my <laughs> my little small self is oh I know who right. I am I'm I'm this I'm that and you're this and you're that and we're different uh, your your path is different from my path no that's the little small self who's stuck on that little small square on the much larger chessboard if, if mm-hmm. you're playing that game you're stuck you you're in prison I like to say you you you're serving a a a, a lifetime sentence on death row in solitary confinement, and the, and the one that built the jail for you is yourself. Yourself. But you're willing yeah. to say, I do not know, opens all the doors and all the windows, and there's no locks on the doors. They just disappear when you say, I do not know. But show me show me the way. Yeah. You do not know the way. Yes. Very okay. true. Very true. And, and you touched upon um, the power of now. And, and that's so true because time is an illusion. I love Einstein. He said over 80 years ago, time is merely an illusion, albeit a very persistent one. I love that yes, statement. I love albeit <laughs> a persistent one, yes. Albeit, yeah, albeit a very persistent one. And it's so true um, when we realize there is no past, there is no future. All there is is now. The now is we can never be any place but now. And, and and when you understand that, when you're always focusing on something that worrying or, or, or fretting over something that happened in the past, or wishing for something in the future, you're not being present. You're not living your life in the now moment, which is all we really have. All we have is this now moment. And this so eternal we, now. This eternal yeah, the now. eternal now yeah. moment. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah, I think you just reminded me of something else to say right here in the closing minutes of, of, of the program. Mm-hmm. And, and that sure. is, you know, this is a world of change. And, 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 and we're so afraid of change because that's how we got here. We, we, we actually changed our mind. And, you know, to change our mind back to deny the denial that God is here, we have to remember the changeless, which is our our eternal awareness which which never which never took form which, which never took on a body the awareness is always there and it's so yeah. easy to enter into that awareness when you realize that you don't want to be right anymore you just want to be happy and you can choose yeah. happiness by by just recognizing there's a line in the course that says enlightenment is a recognition it's not a change so you don't have to change anything. You just have to realize that in your awareness, in your holiness, you you always have been this changeless, beautiful self that God created exactly as himself. It's just mm-hmm. that simple. Now, I was just able to make that transition literally after speaking to you, which we, we, we were talking about uh, uh, awakening to the truth, with, uh, awakening to the oneness within, uh, or or the truth of oneness within, it comes very easily when you actually are willing to focus your total mind. You have to focus your total mind on that oneness within, and you realize that you're not this body, that you are free, yeah. and you've always been free, and this is always the truth. So I don't want to so thank good. you. I want to thank you for that. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And also what you just said kind of re- it reminds me of one of my favorite books in the series of Conversations with God books, which is the last book in the series, which is Home with God. And in the, the, basically that book is just telling us we have never left home 
with God. We are always home with God. The, in reality, yes, that is exactly, the true reality. Exactly. We we are home with God right at this moment. Right? right, what we're experiencing is just an illusion. It's just a dream of our own creation. But we have never left the comforts of home right. with God. That's the same thing uh, the Course says. The Course of Miracles says you are at home with God, dreaming that you're in exile. Dreaming. Mm-hmm. So yes, we are dreaming a dream, and the awakening. To oneness, as, as the name of this program is, is right. your awakening from this dream that we are one, that that, that there is yes. no differences, there is no separation. Right, very true, and and we can awaken, awaken while we're in the dream, and that's what we we're inspiring people. You don't have to awaken to the truth of oneness after you cross over. You can awaken to the truth of oneness while you're still here in the dream. Yes, 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 yes. So people, people, I just want to say people can uh, can find me uh, very easily on Facebook. I have a yes. group called Open Minds for ACIM and NTI. We have yes. some 24,000 members who are really light workers from all paths. Please join us if you're a light worker and uh, and, and, and come with, with, with your light and your blessings and share it with all. Whatever you share, you're giving to yourself, so you can find me there. I do coaching and counseling for anyone. My foundation is called One Mind Foundation at onemindfoundation.org. It's a, it's a 501c3, not for profits, for anyone who wants to make a donation. We use the monies to empower all to empower themselves to recognize that they are powerful beyond measure. Wonderful. Thank you. Yes, please find look for David on Facebook. That is how we connected. And uh, I'm so, so thankful for you um, coming on the show. Uh, and we will be, you and I will be co-hosting this coming Monday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time on Awaken Awakening Together Radio, which is broadcast 22 hours daily on awakentogetherradio.org. So thank you so much, David. I so appreciate it. And the hour just flew. It's like, okay, it feels like, and that happens every time. Every time you and I talk, we're on the phone for over an hour. It just, yes, because yes. <laughs> we, like I said, you're, well, you're my, you're my brother from my Jewish mother. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much, love. You, you are, you are my <laughs> eternal sister forever. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. And you enjoy. Have a very wonderful weekend. I'll be picking up my grandson, and he's going to be staying a week with me, so he'll be keeping me busy for for Ah, the holiday. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's going to be Easter Sunday coming. Yes. Yes, Easter Sunday. Yes, it's time uh, to resurrect. The message message of the crucifixion is the resurrection. This is your Easter. This is your Easter wherever you are time to wake up that's what resurrect yes. is to wake exactly. up to remember that you're not this body you are yes. free this okay. is very true that is very very true well thank you so much david love you much have a wonderful weekend and i will be with you on monday all righty thank you so all much right. love. okay bye now okay bye-bye
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.